Kilmore Toyota. Get in before the holidays and view the new and demonstrator vehicles on display. Live across Australia on SEN Track. Welcome to Winners with Gareth Hall. Yes, this is Winners on this Saturday, December 2. You're with Gareth Hall. It's a big good morning to you listening on your local SEN track dial right across this country. And a big hello to you, wherever you may be listening on the SEN app. It's a wet and wild day right across the country, it seems. Raining in Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane. If you watched the Inter-Dominion heats in the Sunshine Coast last night, they had big rains as storms passed through southeastern Queensland. They tell me that might be the case once again for George Moore Stakes. And across there in the west... It's beautiful conditions, not too hot these days. And we've got their Group 1 Wait for Age feature sprint, the Winterbottom Stakes there as the highlight. And tonight, it's the biggest night in Greyhound racing. It's their Holy Grail, the $1 million. Yes, $1 million for the Melbourne Cup, the Sports Bet Melbourne Cup. If you win that, you take home $600,000. So lives will be changed tonight there. At Sandown Park for Greyhound Racing's greatest race. 0499 736 736 to join our conversation anytime you want. And this is winners on this Saturday morning. Thanks to Kilmore Toyota. Come and check out their used vehicle clearance to make room for the 2023 stock. And Picklebet, which has involved fixed odds, can extra place every race with Picklebet's top four betting. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. What a team. We have assembled for winners this morning. Let's welcome in the lads. First of all, Brett Baker in Sydney. G'day to you, Bakes. Morning, mate. How are you? I am very well. What's the weather doing in Sydney? We're about to have a chat, hopefully, to Michael Wood for a, a track update there at Rose Hill for uh, this afternoon's meeting. Yeah, look, it look, just looking at the bomb, it looks like you've sort of got some scattered showers heading through um, the entire sort of Sydney area. Not a lot of rain yet, but given that we're starting on a I think we're starting on a seven, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, oh, six. Starting on a six, um, and that rain looks like it's probably going to hang around and just be annoying. Look, I, I don't think it would change too much if um, if it eases up before the races. I think you'd probably start on a six still. But if it continues on just with showers here and there as the races mm-hmm. go on, you could see it move pretty quickly through to a seven, maybe okay. even an eight. I mean, I, I'm sort of looking at a a soft seven slash heavy eight for the races this afternoon. All right, watch this space. Making his debut on winners on a Saturday morning, the boy from Mount Gambia. Mitchie Lewis, hello to you, brother. Good morning, Gareth. Good morning, Bakes. Yeah, just the super sub for our mate Gano, who's uh, living it up over in the States. Yeah, he's got the great life, Gano. And I tell you what, just having a he's, – he's, we've, we've put him in at number three just for a pinch hit to come in and lift us in the early stages of this contest. Um, the magic man. Another man from South East, South Australia, Miles Fitzner. Hello to you, Milo. Welcome. Hello, G-Man. Brady, Mitchie, they know how to produce him in the South East of South Australia. Yes. Don't worry about that. Um, but no, hello to you. Just finished off the bench. Oh, sorry, uh, the off, odds couple. Yeah, you're flying then, aren't you? Like, yep, yep. Uh, and I just sort of duck in just to yes. hear the track update and say good day to Brady. He's an absolute ripper, Brady good, Baker. I wanted to see Mitchie's debut because yep. Mitchie's on... On fire at the moment. I don't think, Bates, you would have never been to places like Narra Court, Mount Gambier in your life. 
living in the eastern I've heard about of Sydney, yeah. I've heard about them. Yep. Yeah. You would have heard of the Coonawarra wine region, though, Brady. You would have, sure. I have I have done a few little tours around there, yes. Yeah. Well, I've that's, done a few tours. That's yeah. the joint. Gareth, yeah, thought... did you know me and Miles went to the same primary school? So imagine okay. that. What, what must they be teaching there? Yeah. To the best form analysts going around. But... To... <laughs> oh, I like yeah. this. He's up and um, about early. They, they obviously <laughs> didn't teach, um, teach being humble or. Um... <laughs> no. No, I'd not. say their maths was fairly questionable. Yes. But anyway, uh, <laughs> let's move on. 0499 to join our conversation. Tim Bailey joins us for this all-important track update at Caulfield this afternoon ahead of Sipping Classic Day. Hello to you, Tim. It hasn't stopped raining since I've woken up this morning. Um, what's Caulfield looking like? Yeah, good morning, Gareth. Yeah, we haven't got as much. been tracking that radar, obviously, all morning, and been a lot of band of rain sort of to the east of Caulfield, east and west of Caulfield. But the last hour, we just had light showers here. I just had a look at the rain gauge. There's 1.4 millimetres in it uh, in the last hour. I just had a quick walk out the front uh, at the front straight. Still a good four. Uh, you can certainly just feel that little bit of moisture just sitting on top, though. So looks like the radar looks like it's going to continue through for at least for a, for a little while yet. It doesn't look like it's going to get heavy here, but I think... My best guess would be we'll probably be right starting the day on a soft five unless we get any real heavy downpours. Okay. And you just don't want this annoying rain like it just hangs around all day. And if it if it's like this when they start racing, um, you would imagine we'll be getting a downgrade as well pretty quick because they start to really get into the track when it, when it rains and they're racing. Exactly. Yeah. Look, if you know, in an ideal world, whatever we get today finishes an hour before the first, and that yep. that, that, that managed to get through the profile, and then. You know, we can stay on a good fall rating, but that forecast certainly isn't saying that. It sounds like it's going to hang around most of the day. As I said, it doesn't look like it's going to be heavy. It's going to be annoying. And this, you know, when it's exactly as you said, when it when it's raining or even light showers during a during a meeting, it really exacerbates. You know, you don't need much rain at all to continually downgrade because that water just sits in the top of the track. And as you said, they they, you know, as they open it up and then the water sits sits in it and holds. And um, yeah, so it's just a frustrating, annoying day and frustrating. So, um, yeah, my best guess would be for the punters to to maybe start thinking about a soft five for race one and just monitor them during the day. Beautiful. And I would imagine they'll be getting off the fence as well at some stage if the rain comes and and, um, especially, well, it is already come, but especially if it it hangs around throughout that meeting. So I think we just got to keep... If it it hung around, um, yeah, possibly. um, Look, it's in terrific order. I mean, this time of year... Probably prime time of the year for turf growing. The roots and that are really so, yeah. so long and healthy. So the tracks do hold together really well, um, and they're not big fields. So yeah, I wouldn't look, in, wouldn't be looking to get off too early. But you're right. If we end up in that soft six, soft seven range, well, you know, sort of mid program, quarter legs, probably yeah, maybe start looking for wider barriers. Well, you pay the big bucks with days like this and weeks like this. Good on you, Tim. We appreciate your time, mate. We wish you the best of luck. Thanks, Gareth. Good he's, luck, guys. He's a great track parade. He's done extremely well, I think, this spring, especially. I know last time we were at Caulfield, it might have played a little bit leaderish, but I think the wind played a part during that meeting. Um, but during the carnival, Tim Bailey had that track humming. And um, it'll be interesting to see what happens there today with the rain. It's raining Mate, just on the... On that, just yes. on that wind um, that you brought up, yep. they're suggesting that the Sutherlands are going to come in today as well. Correct. So. Does that then start to push us into a leader bias yes. track we've had? Yes, but when it's raining like this and the, the weather's hanging around, I think that you can take the wind into consideration if it's above 20 k's, especially above 30 k's. 
it's hovering in between that at the moment. But when the rain's around, there's not too much wind. So we'll just have to, we'll just, that's another variable that we'll have to monitor this afternoon. But we're on a heavy eight in Brisbane, Milo. And we're on a soft six at the moment in Sydney. And there's rain predicted throughout the day there as well. So um, do you, do you, Wet track form, I would imagine. Well, it, put it this way. Morfordville Park's Adelaide, always difficult. Uh, wet in um, Brisbane, not sure how wet. Sydney's wild anyway. Caulfield, we're not sure where that's going to get to. Um, I'll say it again. West is best today. Yes. West is best. Ascot it is. And I tell you what, for the cricketers out there, it looks like you're having another Saturday off, Mitchie Lewis, um, especially around the Melbourne and Sydney areas. I, I, wouldn't, I would doubt you'd be playing turf cricket in Brisbane after what I saw there last night. So good luck to the cricketers today. Hopefully they're listening. We can help you back a couple of winners as you sit out another Saturday, unless you're playing on the hard wicket. Um, but you would never have played on a hard wicket, would you, Mitchie? You're a turf cricket. Uh, no, just a bit of training on there. Okay. Uh, when you're a young fella, you do, yep. Gareth, but that's okay. Maybe when I'm an old fella as well on the way out. Now, Milo, you've got plenty to do this afternoon because you'll be hosting, of course, SEN Track. So do you want to run through your best bets before we start our preview or, or do you really want to join us for the first hour? No, no, no. I've got to go have oh, something to eat and I've got other okay. things to do. Um, yep. Oh, look, thanks, thanks for yeah. But yeah, I, I'm, yeah. You've got, you've thanks got, for putting us on top. Yeah, you've got a couple. Well, I've, I've already done a show right. this morning. But right. I, Ascot, <laughs> race one, number three, Diamond Seen in the first, and race eight, number seven, Duchess of Gossip are the two best there. Yes. Um, Caulfield, oh, I'm look. I'm a little bit dubious in regards to the Sandown, um, the Zipping Classic. Okay. I think if it's dry, more massive. Uh, can I guess? Yeah, but you'll be tipping Duke to Sessa If it's wet, if it gets wetter. <laughs> Um, yep, but uh, not. I'm not going too hard at Caulfield. I thought race four, number three, Miraval Rose was probably the best on the car, but it's into it's too short now, especially on that track. Uh, Morfordville race ten at number one, Port Albert, uh, late in the day. I think it'll get up on speed um, and be very, very hard to run down. Three dollars fifty for it. And um, Doombin, race four, number three, Defiant Spirit. And in the feature up there, I think Natuno will get it done in the feature. Loves it heavy. Yes. And I think Overpass should win the winter bottom, but you can back Oscar's fortune and Ripcord just to try and turn a bit of money. The three-year-olds, do you think they're up to it? Well, I, essentially what I did last week was back Bustler, Comfort Me, Maricino, Save Tuvalu. This week, what I've done is I've staked Overpass enough that um, – if it wins, I'll make money. But I've just had two little bets around the $6 mark and around Oscar's fortune and ripcord. Okay. I think they're the only dangers because Savage to excel, um, Red Can Man, Overpass, they might go too hard. It'll set up for something light in yeah. the weights to, to bolt later. So I've sort of tried to cover both patterns. I had a couple of morals for you. In, um, Don't well, say that a word. This is very hard to beat at um, Perth today for you, Milo. So well, what are they? I'll let you know when you can listen to in the second hour. I'll listen to you. I'll, when I'll you're listen doing in. your run around the tent. I'll listen in. I've just got to go for a run around the tent. Good viewing around the tent this yes, morning. Yes, yes. In the wet. <laughs> Good luck, Milo. <laughs> see you, boys. See there's, you, Betty. There's Miles Freddy, Freddy, see you, Mitchie. Ten minutes past nine. No. Let's have a look at the Zipping Classic, which is the feature event there at Caulfield today. Murma Massa at three seventy pickle bet. Duke DeSess has been the big mover because of the rain at three ninety. It hasn't helped Val and Declare's chances, you would imagine, at four forty. Deny knowledge at four sixty. Bankers Choice at nine fifty. Military Mission at eleven. A maid at eighteen dollars. Port Phillip at eighty to one. Scratchings there. Serpentine shock him over comes out, and Wethor is also out. Mitchie Lewis. Geez, this is a tough race now. I don't know if I trust any of these horses. Murmur Massa and Val and Declare, I don't know if they'll enjoy the, the give and the ground. And Duke DeSessa will love it, but where's he at at the moment? 
I think it's hard to say with Duke DeSessa. So he's had, what, five starts now in Australia, one on a heavy track, the rest are on good. So I think if it is soft six plus, you're going to get the opportunity to see the best of him. So I have been leaning to him this week, hoping that it's going to be some rain. Another one that potentially might handle a wet track and be in a good position is military mission coming out of the Melbourne Cup run. So they're the two that I'm looking at on wet tracks, but Muramasa is going really well. I'm just not sure. I think she wants it a bit drier. Yeah, I agree. I don't think he, he wants it wet at all, Muramasa. I, I would imagine if the, this rain continues to fall here in Melbourne, that Duke DeSessor Bakes will start the favourite with Pickleback. Yeah. Look, I, I'd, I'd suggest you're right, um, but that's not where I am today. I've Look, I've been on Deny Knowledge a couple of um, runs this prep. I see no reason to get off her today. Um, I think she's going to lead them up. I think she'll lead them up really well. I guess the only question is whether she runs 2,400 metres. Um, my understanding is that she should be able to do it pretty much on her ear. So I think she'll lead. I think she'll be very hard to run down. I, I think she's a great bet today. All right. Deny knowledge there for Bakes. Um, around $4.80 with pickle bet. The Sandown Guineas is the other feature. The Arkansas kid, what a campaign he has had. He won a Caulfield Cup day. He was pretty good in a Coolmore just outside the placings in the best three-year-old sprinting race of the spring. He made up ground against the pattern over the 1,400 metres the other day at Caulfield. He steps up to the mile here for Lindsay Park and Mark Zara. He's the 2.45 favourite with pickle bet. Mo Downs, the progressive type at 4.40. Power of the Brave gets his chance in his class, the New South Wales galloper. This is harder than what he's been competing in. In recent times, in midweek class there in Sydney, but Chris Lees gave him a good push there the other day. Vivier is at 6.20, and Vivier's had really good backing here, and then Sunset Dreaming for Harry Coffey and the McAvoys at $12 here, Bakes. What's your opinion in this year's Sandown Guineas? Um, I think the favourite deserves to be favourite. Uh, short enough, but look, the run in the Coolmore was fantastic. The Blue Sapphire run was great. Um, I guess the only question is whether he runs a strong mile or not. But, look, I suggest he does. I don't think it's an overly strong version of the, the Sandown Guineas this year. Um, you've got that progressive horse in Mowdown. Sure, yep, like it. But the class of races that we're talking it's a huge difference. I think Arkansas Kid deserves to be favourite. It's a multi-leg for me. I, I think it's a very good bet. Mitchie Lewis? Yeah, he's he's continually drifted Arkansas kid, and I think Bakes is right. It's to do with the question mark about the mile, but I agree. I, I'm with him. I think he can handle the mile. Uh, like you said, Gareth, he made up good ground at Caulfield against the bias, and even in the Coolmore, his closing sectionals were quite quick. So I think he'll be in a good position. He has won on a heavy track as well before, so if the rain comes, I think you can trust him. Outside of him, I, I just sort of thought he's clearly got the class on the board, but you know, I've been tipped into Sunset Dreaming. I'm not sure whether or not that horse will be up to it. He was fifth but in the Run Harry Run race as well. But, yeah, I'm in the camp of Arkansas Kid. I think he's going to be able to handle that 1,600 metres in this class reasonably well. Sunset Dreaming's an interesting one. A filly by impending here. I thought it was okay there at Caulfield behind Run Harry Run and Brave Mead. That was in the Blue Sapphire. But she steps up to the 1,600 metres here today. She's at a good each-way price for the McAvoy's. 736 to join the conversation. The summon is for the Mares over the mile, which is race number nine on the program there on uh, at Caulfield this afternoon. Revolutionary Miss at $3 has had good support. 
Felissa file at 5.25. Wallenby, I think, needs a dry track, but she's had support at 6.25. Then Pigaroon at $8. She's an informed gallop who stays at the mile for Tommy Dabinick. Lady Jones at eight fifty, kind gesture at twelve dollars, forbidden city at fourteen, and then long time dreaming at fifteen dollars here, Mitchy Lewis. How do you read these mares? Yeah, interesting race. Revolutionary Miss obviously coming off the win at Cranbourne. I'm not sure she's going to sort of get the same sort of run here from that wider barrier. But like we did talk about though, by this time of the day, perhaps that barrier ten is a little bit improved given they want to come off the rail. But I was with Thalassophile. I sort of thought she's had a little bit of bad luck in a couple of runs and she was off the track last start from barrier 13 behind deny knowledge. So barrier five here, I think she can land in a better position and she handles a wet track, but I also probably want to have a little saver on Picaroon. I I sort of think the Dabinick team think they found the keys to Picaroon. His last two runs have been super. So her last two runs. So I'm in that sort of camp, Thalassophile and Picaroon, Bakes. Um, Mitchie, how, where do you think, Thalassophile gets to. I was concerned that it was going to be well back. I mean, I know we got a better barrier, but it's just not really the pattern for it to sort of push that forward. That was my concern. If we're quite late in the day, yes. the track's starting to be a bit leaderish, which I think it will be. Um, that was my only concern. I, I'd be all over it otherwise, but I'm just sort of looking at it going, are we going to be too far back? No, stay with her today, Bakes. She's got the blinkers first time. I think she can jump a little closer, but my... My thinking with this track is that there's rain during the day that they'll be wanting to swoop and get out wide. Her, her um, rain-affected track form is first class for a horse like this. She's knocking on the door. She gets delayed. I think she's a special here today. Yeah, look, I, I, I agree. Look, I'm I'm sort of – it's probably a too-bad strategy for me. To philosophize, yes. I don't agree with you that Wallenby needs a dry track. I think Wallenby's had four runs on soft track, being placed every time. Has won yep. two of them. Um, has been disappointing this prep, but if it can get out wide today and really come home, I think they're the two horses that are going to be absolutely flying home. I think Wallenby's going to be in front of Thalassophile in the run. And so that's why I'm sort of leaning that way at the moment. I'm leaning yep. towards Wallenby. I've got the answer if you want, Bakes. I was just getting up my map, sorry. So, the last couple of times Thalassophile was drawn below six, she settled around fifth to seventh. So I was sort of mapped her to settle. I didn't want three pairs back. I thought if she got three pairs back, one off the fence maybe. Um, but I think if she just put, I just thought you might use that barrier with the blinkers on a little bit to settle in the top six is where I'd sort of aimed her to be. Right. Yeah, right. Well, if that happens, then yeah, absolutely. It's um, You're probably leaning more that way. Anyway, they're the two that I've yeah. got, G. Um, Thalassophile for sure and Wallenby for the reasons that I've outlined. 9.22, this is Winners with Mitchie Lewis, Brett Baker and Gareth Hall. Thanks to Kilmore Toyota. Get in before the holidays and view the new and the demonstrator vehicles on display. And, of course, Picklebet can extra place every race with Picklebet's top four betting. Kilmore Toyota, come and check out their used vehicle clearance to make room for 2023 stock. Live across Australia on SEN Track, this is Winners with Gareth Hall. Welcome back to Winners, thanks to Picklebet and Kilmore Toyota on this Saturday morning. Gareth Hall with you, great to be with you. We're going through that program there at uh, Caulfield the, this afternoon. I would imagine we'll be on a slow six around that 
particular rating. I, I would imagine rain hasn't stopped falling in the last couple of hours at Caulfield. Tim Bailey pointing out that they've had a little bit of rain there, but it's still in a good fall. But if this rain continues to fall like it has in the last, as I said, since basically sunrise, then um, we'll be playing on a rain-affected track there at Caulfield this afternoon. Let's have a look at some of the other races, feature races outside of the Quaddy League. In fact, we're going to have a look at the the Doveton Stakes, which is the final leg of the Quaddy, the last race. You've got Ganati at three seventy, Jigsaw at four dollars. Then we go down to Lord of Sion at nine fifty. Showmanship's an interesting horse. First up for a long time at nine fifty, and then Prowling at ten, Lombardo at eleven. Semion at 11 and Cardigan Queen at $15 here. What are you doing here, Mitchy Lewis? Uh, I've been keen to be with Jigsaw. I thought Jigsaw would get run of the race, particularly if that track is favouring the leaders from Barrier 4. I was just having a look then. He's won on a soft seven before, so I think he's ticked that box too, but not for a long time. So if I was, if it gets really, really wet, I thought maybe an each-way play on Gravina as your saver. He'll probably appreciate really wet conditions, but no, at this stage, I'm keen to be with Jigsaw, and it looks like the market is as well, Bakes. Um, I like uh, Ganati. Uh, Ganati, um, look, it's, it, she's been building to something, and I thought the last run at Caulfield, um, where she was just beaten, edged out by Rose Courts, was flying home. I think she sits on the outside, um, I agree that Jigsaw is probably going to get the run of the race, but I think she's just going to come home over the top. I think that weight difference might might tell later in the day. And, yeah, I really like her today. I think, um, you know, she looks really good for this race. So you're with Gennady. It could be a big day for the Snowdens there. That's the final event. So would it's... be a big day for Jamie Carr. I yes. mean, it's about six horses that I like. I've either put the touch of death on her yeah. or um, – you know, or she comes out and, and rides an absolute skinful. So right, one or the other. We've got the Merson Cooper, which is the first race for the two year olds. Denise is one of my plays of the day. Three thirty with Pickle Bet. Valet at three seventy. Media World at four eighty. Flattered at seven fifty. He's had a little bit of backing for Patrick Payne and Billy Egan. And then Centre Square at eleven dollars. Express yourself at eleven. Strongberg at twelve dollars there and handcrafted at nineteen dollars. What are you doing here, Bakes and the Merson Cooper? Mate, on with you, which is a little, it's a little bit scary, isn't it? Yeah, when, well, I think when, it's, when, uh, I think it's, know, I what think do it's they say? Good they news say, for um, you. Fools seldom differ. Isn't yes. that how they go? Yeah. Something like that anyway. Um, yeah, Anisa, look, that, that first up run down the Flemington Strait was really, really impressive. Uh, obviously, they're building towards a magic million. So I think this is a great step along the way. I love these horses that have shown, you know, that have already had mm-hmm. um, a run and have run well. Uh, when we go into these early two-year-old races. And, yeah, I, I think just just sets up perfectly for the horse today. Mitchie? Yeah, party horse. I agree. I, I, I generally like the Ottawa Stakes as a form reference for some of these younger horses. So it's a good race to come out of and finish second on. I, I think she'll lead them up. Uh, she showed that in that race. And on a day like this, when there's probably a little bit of water around and stuff like that, Gareth, I, I tend to lean towards horses with the race experience. So, I'm sort of binning every, anyone who's making their debut, and I'm, yeah, leaning in the same camp as you guys. All right, then. So we're keen on the Mooney train, Galloper and Anise. And when I had a chat to him during the Caracas sales, he did indicate this is a two-year-old that we do need to keep a really close eye on. So um, good push from the great man, Peter Moody, as well. We might just have a quick look at the Eclipse. Ain't no deal done as the 310 favourite. Just folk will be loving these conditions today at 360. So will the stable, mate. 
in Keats at 5.50, but I think Just Folk enjoys them a little bit better. Let's roll the dice at $8, and then Junipal, which will enjoy this particular day and with the way that this track might play at $8.50. Sir Lucan at $9.50, Sword Stream at 12 and Danny's Fortune at 23 Mitchy, Yeah, look, I'm surprised there's been a lot of backing for Ain't No Deal and Done this morning. So I um, obviously thought if we were on a dry track, I'd have him on top every day of the week, but he's never really produced anything on a soft or heavy. So if we are getting into that range, I, I was going to be in the camp and just folk. I, I think it will suit him. And I thought the run last week, even though he was third, he sort of presented like he could win that Cranbourne Cup. So I'm leaning with him on a wet track and even potentially Keats if it's a real, if we're finding it's a real leader's bias track, I think it's between those two. And yeah, I'm not sure what Bakes is thinking, but I, I just don't think Ain't No Deal and Done goes on the wet tracks. Yeah, look, I'm, I am I can't believe it either. I mean, there's been money come for Ain't No Deal Done this morning as well. And it's a lot of money, but, isn't it, Bakes yeah, as well? well like I'm it's, looking it's, at it now and it's... I'm just into it. You know, they were when I started looking at it a little, you know, earlier this morning, they were fairly close in the betting. Ain't no deal done now, two ninety um, to just folk at three ninety. I think if this track gets wet this afternoon, just folks going to have a picnic. Mm. So, I can't work that yeah, out. That's yeah. I, I can't work it out either. But obviously, mate, there's a lot more smarter people out there than you and I. Yes. So um, we're going to suggest that they know more than us. But yeah, look, just folk for me. I thought the run, um, you know, run last week was really good. It was really promising. Um, I bet they wish they were they'd been up at Kembla for the day and that wet. But anyway, um, they will get the rain today, and I think that horse will run very, very well. Okay, I'm only playing really one horse today. They're at Caulfield. That's an easier in the opening race. I think she's well above average. She's a good play there today. Um, Just folk might get my money if this rain continues to to fall in Melbourne. I think he's ready to win. I thought he's run the Caulfield, the, the Caulfield Cup, the Cranbourne Cup was pretty good. Um, so, yeah, they might be my two plays this afternoon. Mitchy Lewis, what are you doing at Caulfield? Yeah, well, with the rain continuing to fall today, it's made me a lot more keener on race six, number two, Valana. So I think Valana's going to get yeah. an opportunity in these conditions that really sets her uh, him up. So I like him, and I'm going to have a small play on Duke Decessor as well, particularly if that rain continues to fall. All right, then. What about you, Bakes? Um, mate, just also covering off on the pickle bet special, it's W winnings again at Caulfield yep. today. So, yes. uh, which is really lovely. Um, look, we've already t- touched on Anisa. I like Miraville Rose, Valana, and Arkansas Lad for a nice little all up multi. Yes. Um, I think Deny Knowledge leads them up and is hard to run down. Gennady's flying down the outside. The one that we haven't spoken about is Pesto. Um, it's a pretty horrible race, to be perfectly honest, and not a race that I got excited about until I actually saw that Pesto was going to be running there. And it's got a class edge on these horses. I know the horse has promised a lot and, you know, has been, I guess, a little bit disappointing, but I think he's getting better this prep and I think he can run a really nice race in, in race three. All right, then I forgot to touch on Valana. He's the 225 favourite in the Kevin Heffern, and he does look a standout as well. Yeah, he um, does, I, absolutely. Yeah, That's I, a multi-leg for me. Yeah, I agree with you too. Their unusual culture at 525, King Magnus at six, and the Inferno at 675, Crosshaven at 10. But he does look like if he turns up Valana, um, he'll be mighty hard to beat there this afternoon at the Heath.